0: Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. In this podcast, we explore the weekly Torah portion in about 7-10 to minutes. We make modern meaning out of ancient texts, exploring them through liberal Jewish eyes. Sometimes it's just me, and other weeks I'm in conversation with another rabbi or a Jewish thought leader. All right, welcome, welcome to 7-Minute Torah. Thank you for listening in. Each week, we dig into a different section of the weekly Torah portion and look for modern meaning. This week, we're reading Toldot. And before I start, I want to make a request. I know I've mentioned this from time to time, although not for a few weeks at this point, that we do have a small cadre of folks who support this podcast on a weekly basis. They give a small amount ...to help make this podcast possible. Um, 7-Minute Torah started as a, a pet project, a labor of love. Something that I would record each week, separate from my congregational responsibilities, kind of for fun. And it has grown and grown and grown... And as my own role has changed, as I've shifted into a part-time role in the congregation in order to focus on teaching and podcasting and creating learning opportunities, I'm hoping for 7-Minute Torah to become much more self-sustaining so that I can continue to write it and record it and grow it as time goes on. So in addition to saying a huge thank you, To the 20 people who currently support this podcast each week, I'd love to ask others out there if you appreciate this content, if you feel like you learn from Seven Minute Torah, if it helps connect you to Judaism, if it's become part of your weekly routine, will you please help support this project? Even as little as a dollar or two an episode can help us on the road toward making this a sustainable project and growing the kinds of learning opportunities that I can offer. And so if you're interested, I would invite you to go to patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot slash 7-Minute Torah, and I'll put that information in the episode notes as well. You can also, as always, email me at rabbistreifer at gmail.com. All right, enough of my commercial. Let's talk about Toldot. Toldot is Genesis twenty-five, verse nineteen through chapter twenty-eight, verse nine, and it's the story of Isaac. In fact, the parsha begins with the words "Ela Toldot Yitzchak." This is the story of Isaac. Now, poor Isaac doesn't always get a fair treatment in Torah. Or in the study of Torah. He, of the three patriarchs, he doesn't have the charisma of Abraham and Jacob. He doesn't have the exciting life that his father and his son have. I mean, Abraham and Jacob are world travelers. They're jet setters. They're leaders of people in a way that the Torah does not describe Isaac. Isaac never leaves the land of Israel. Isaac doesn't have exciting, adventurous stories about him. He's a little bit of a bridge character. He helps bridge the transition from the very powerful tales of Abraham that we were reading last week to the fascinating stories about Jacob that we read truly already in this Parsha and certainly next week and going on. In fact, when we talk about Toldot, we often talk about it as the story of Jacob and Esau. This is the week where we read about the birth of the twins Jacob and Esau. We read about them struggling in the womb. We read about Jacob swindling his brother for the birthright and stealing the, the blessing from his older brother Esau. We read about these ongoing machinations between these two brothers. But the Parsha begins by saying, Ela told This is the story of Isaac. So let's talk a little bit about Isaac. He was a miracle baby. His parents prayed for him. He was the child of their old age. He was the younger brother of an estranged older brother, Ishmael, who was kicked out of the camp, who was essentially expelled from the family. And then he was almost sacrificed on a lonely mountain by his father. All of that is in previous Parshiot. What we learn about Isaac this week is that as an adult, he largely rehashes the actions of his father. So what we'll see in this week's Parsha is, in addition to having children and having most of the stories be about his children, he also sojourns in the land of the Philistines, much like his father did, and he redigs the wells that his father had dug. This is Genesis chapter 26, verse 16. It says, "Va'yelch misham Yitzchak." Isaac departed from there, there being the land of the Philistines. Va'ichan benachal Gerar. Va'yeshiv sham. He camped at the wadi of Gerar and he settled there. And then it says, "Va'yashov Yitzchak." Va'yachpor et be'erot hamayim. Asher chafrubi Avraham Aviv. Isaac dug anew, or re-dug, the wells that had been dug in the days of his father Abraham. The story goes on to tell us that the Philistines, this neighboring semi-enemy people, had stopped up the wells, or filled in the wells, that Abraham had dug after his death. And that Isaac comes back and redigs digs the wells. And it proceeds with a whole story of conflict between the the shepherds of Isaac and the shepherds of the Philistines, they quarrel over these wells, and they give them various names that have to do with contention and quarreling, until finally they dig a well that they don't quarrel about, and they name it Rehovot. Rehovot means wide, because there's enough room for all of us in the land. So it's an interesting story. You see Isaac literally rehashing some of the same conflicts that his father had with the Philistines, literally redigging the same wells of water that his father had dug, and then ultimately coming to resolution with the Philistines after quite a bit of contention over these wells, which of course is another way of saying contention over the grazing land, over control of the area. This is one of the few stories in the Torah that we actually get about Isaac where he's an active character. He's not being duped or being prayed for or almost being sacrificed. He's performing the action here. And the action is to dig the wells or, as we said, more specifically, to re-dig the wells of his father. So it's easy to look at Isaac and to judge He doesn't do a lot. He's relatively passive. And even here where he is doing something active, he's simply redoing something that his father did. But Isaac does play a really important role in Torah. His role is to maintain tradition. His role is to pass on tradition to the next generation, to receive it from his parents, and to pass it on to his children. In fact, one of the commentators, who's known as the Haktava Kabbalah, understands these wells as being a symbol. I'm quoting here from the Etz commentary. It says that the Ktava Kabbalah understands the Philistines stopping up the wells as symbolic, not physical. They tried to block the dissemination of Abraham's ideas about God and human behavior, the need for human beings to live righteously. So that when Isaac redigs those wells, what he's actually doing is continuing the teachings that he received from the generation that came before him. So suddenly Isaac doesn't seem so passive. He doesn't seem so nebishy. He seems like a link in the chain of tradition, just like we all are. Every one of us receives these traditions from the generations that came before us. That's true whether you were born Jewish or whether you converted to Judaism. Whether you received these traditions through parental influence or through study or a combination of those things. We are all links in this chain of tradition. We're all receiving from those who came before us and striving to pass on to those who will come after us. So in a sense, we're all Isaac. And the thing about Isaac is that the Torah could have just said he dug some wells, but in fact it says that he re-dug these wells. So he's not only continuing the traditions of his father, but he's also making them his own. He's continuing that work while renewing it in his own generation. And I think there's no better metaphor for what it means to be part of the Jewish chain of tradition. So it's easy to look at this portion and want to talk about Jacob. He's exciting. He's conning people and swindling his brother and running around the world. But Isaac is... Isaac's a little closer to us. He's doing his best to make his way through the world, to receive what's handed to him and make it his own. I think we're all digging these wells all the time. We're all mining the traditions and the wisdom of our ancestors and doing our best to make them our own. And in that sense, Isaac is an interesting role model and an interesting metaphor for this chain of tradition that we are all a part of. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoy this program, please consider becoming a sponsor at patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. To join one of our new weekly Torah study discussions on Zoom, go to micastreifer.com and click on Torah Study.